bitch. Hey, how how are our fucking levels, huh? Um, let me take a look. Let me take a look. It's in a book. Reading rainbow. Reading I can't go anywhere. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading rainbow. If you, you guys like can't a, tell, my voice is not you here. You are a fucking man. <laughs> I am such a man right now. Uh, but what's up, y'all? This is Tressy. And this is Cedric, and we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. I mean, are, are, we're there already, so we may as well. Yeah. Did, did you even check levels this time? Yeah, I did. Oh, no, we're, we're actually pretty good. You're, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Dude, so in case you guys didn't know, like, we don't have a production staff, believe it or not. We do not. <laughs> It, it, it's literally Tressie over there. Yep, and I'm winging the fuck out of this shit. Hey, but it sounds great. <laughs> it does. It's not bad. It's not bad at it's all. It's pretty awesome, yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> you've been doing it for a while, guys. Yeah, I probably should have cleared my voice <laughs> or throat up. Before or my after? N- my note. You know. <laughs> <laughs> my neck throat. <laughs> oh, anyway. my God. So, you know, Mother's Day is around the corner. Yes, it is. I have no idea why I brought that up. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> um, but we're just going to date this episode. Um, and for some reason, thinking of Mother's Day made me think of Tupac. Oh, dear mama. Yeah. You are appreciated. Yeah, I just saw like a random clip of the movie uh, that's coming out. Oh, the trailer? Yeah, the, tra- mm-hmm. the, the trailer. And it had him and his mom. And it just like. Oh, yeah. Like the, the girl that's playing his mom is uh, the chick from Walking Dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I saw the I saw the pictures and I was like, "That's totally fucking oh, whatever her name is Shoshana or whatever." The black person. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Pretty cool. That's, that's fucking awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Happy Mother's cool. Day, guys. Happy Mother's yeah. Day. I'm just be glad your 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 mom's not a zombie or something. I guess. Yeah. Be glad your mom's not a zombie. Yeah, it's good. And if yeah. she is, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah. So you know who else was talking about Tupac though? Who? Fuck Master Flex. Oh my God! Are you? What did this motherfucker have to say about Tupac? So, I mean, they called him Cheddar Bob because he shot himself. They called him what? Cheddar Bob. This motherfucker. Yeah, they called him Cheddar Bob because he shot himself in the foot, and then I think they also like were trying to say that he wasn't like a thug, that he was a poet, and you know all that other stuff, and that he he wasn't a street dude. Because you can't be both. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I only I didn't see the initial or hear uh, the initial like thing that when they were calling him Cheddar Bob and stuff. Yeah. I watched the thing after. Uh, so he was like apologizing to people about like what was going on because people were like, "You need to stop like attacking the man because he's dead." Right. I mean, wasn't Flex on the radio when when Tupac was out? Yeah, he was like. I think he said in 94 he was on, on the radio or 90s in the 90s. So he had ample time to be saying this shit back then. Right. Like how come I was alive then? I don't remember Flex saying shit. I remember right. everybody just being like, damn, that's right. fucked up. Right. I don't I don't get it. I don't know even why he deci- decided to do, to even bring this up. I, 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 I don't even know what the backstory is. I kind of don't even want to know. But... <sighs> It's, it's it's fucking weird, isn't it? It's weird, and I mean, but it's flex. He's always got some shit to say about he something, does. just like trying to stay relevant. He does. He just always trying trying to stay, you know, like I'm still the man. I'm I'm not washed up yet. People still mm. care about who I am, and <laughs> right? My opinions, right? What am I always yelling? <laughs> yeah, and I hate the way he yells, and like he's looking at the camera, and like his whole demeanor to yeah. me is like, I have to be 
this person. So yeah, I'm going to do this as extra as I can. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. It's just weird. Um, I mean, I guess, but to be honest, he's been like that for years, so it is who he is. So yeah, but to just bring back Tupac, I mean, what you think the the studio that's like putting out the movie put him up to it? You know, oh. trying to stir up some buzz because the 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 movie's coming out soon. You know what I'm saying? That like, makes is that... sense. But at the same time, mm. maybe he's just saying some shit. Maybe he's salty about the movie coming out because he thinks that Tupac okay. was a buster. Okay, so and he he's is... trying to br- bring See, up some more East Coast West Coast shit, that which makes I, it even worse. It's just it just doesn't make sense to me to bring any of this stuff up. And then also, like, if it was like street shit. Like, you know, like, I'm just putting the truth out there. Why do you need to put the truth out there? Like, shit right. that's in the streets normally stays in the streets. I'm not a street person. You're not a street person. But we know people that are in the streets and they don't talk about that shit. There's no reason. Like, you don't talk about what goes down. And I think that's why T.I. came at him and was like, there's a G code that you need to stick to. And I'm not sure why you're not doing that, basically. I'm paraphrasing. Because he ain't no for- G either. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I mean... Uh- I don't know. I just don't get it. Where the fuck did it come from? I I don't know. I feel like Googling and trying to figure it out, but I'm not going to put my energy into that. Well, because you, you can't. Only <clears throat> only Flex knows. True. You know what? They must have been talking to him. You know, he gets gassed up pretty easily. Pretty quick. And I don't even know how anybody on Hot 97 is still like standing behind him sometimes. Like, I understand, like, there's never... he's. Never going to be discounted as a, a legendary DJ. He broke boundaries. He He's broken plenty of records. Uh, like, you know, he is a legendary DJ. But sometimes it's like, when do you hang up your hat and say enough is enough? You know, because now you're you're fighting to stay relevant. You know, as, as you said, like you're fighting to do things. And it's like, you're, you're kind of tarnishing your legacy if you're doing shit like this. True. I mean, I mean because the, the kids out now, they're not going to remember who you were they're gonna remember who you are right now right and if what they know from you now is slandering Tupac Mm -hmm. uh, you know throwing out reference tracks Mm -hmm. on on Drake trying to expose Drake you know trying to get into all this type of shit it's like that's what people know you for right and it's like it's kind of like he's known for snitching now like you don't you know what I'm saying yeah like how DJ is anybody Vlad gonna trust and, you? And, and, and DJ uh, and and Funk, Funk Master Flex. Yeah, I don't know. It's just sad because I mean, this is a guy that you know came up through Red Alert and did so much so much good shit for the culture, and he's now like kind of just making us look bad. It's I like mean, somebody's somebody's got to talk to him. Somebody from that Hot ninety seven staff staff should so, talk to him. Y'all need to have an intervention. Yeah, maybe. You know, you if know. If I started all, talking all crazy and shit like that, sit me the fuck down. Right. I, I wish. You know what? We need that. You know, with the with the whole healthcare shit going on. Oh. You know, that's that's probably part of it. You know, he's not getting the help he needs. Yeah. He can't go it's to a the clinic. It's a condition. Exactly. Exactly. He's, oh, he's he is not being covered by hot ninety. Yo, oh yo, God. yo. Give the man some better health insurance so he can go get his shit looked at and figured out. Cause you know we all need help. I can't believe you brought that up because now I'm just pissed. <laughs> this fucking American Healthcare Act, whatever the fuck no, but, it is. But it's not his fault. It's not. He needs help. Something's not right. Something. I don't. I don't think he's on drugs or anything. But I think some something. I don't know. I. I don't. I don't know Flex to know if if something's wrong like that. But I think he. It just sounds like he doesn't have anybody telling him no. 
And there's got to be somebody yeah. saying no to him. There needs to be. I mean, come on. It's fucking Tupac. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and uh, fuck Donald Trump. Exactly. Um, exactly. What else? I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, all, all types of crazy Oh, wait. You know who else uh, Funkmaster Flex had a, uh, a beef with? No. Bow Wow. Seriously? About what? Yeah. They used to have a beef. So, um, <laughs> Funkmaster Flex called Bow Wow Mumble Rapper. Back in the day, seriously? <laughs> yeah, I think this was this wasn't too. I think this was sometime last year, um, but yeah, called him a mumble rapper. Not even sure why, um, but that happened. And then uh, Bow Wow came after him and was like beefing with him, I guess you know, because Bow Wow's a, again, a gangster. Again, um, <laughs> you know, Bow Wow of all people getting upset at someone for voicing their opinion when you know. He's posting pictures of him being on private jets. Yeah. You know, this is clearly his own opinion of, of the way the situation went down. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that, like, to be honest, in regards to the, the mumble rap thing, Funkmaster Flex was wrong. Bow Wow is not a mumble rapper. There's no way, shape, or form that he is a mumble rapper. However, this whole Bow Wow challenge thing that's happening is hilarious. Yeah. Like, how the fuck are you going to sit there and post a private jet and like i gotta go somewhere and get caught and not say shit about it yeah he's saying he went on hot 97 and he's now saying what did, what did he say he he was like saying like oh you gotta watch the show because he's got a show coming out and it was something recorded from on set or he's like i could have been on set yeah like what do you mean you could have been on set you were on like what's on set like the plane he where that nothing. other person was? He said nothing. He smiled and laughed the There's whole a, thing he, away. You know what he said? There's a scientific method to my math madness. The fuck? What is scientific about it, bruh? Did you, did you like t- try time travel? Is that what's scientific about it? He's <laughs> like, got a white coat, <laughs> beakers, yep. tungsten burner. <laughs> Science. It's science. I wish it's, we had like a button thing and we could just right. like, like a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> Forget what that shit is called, but like a little sound box. Yeah. Where you just sound push. Bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you push the button and shit happens. Mm-hmm. Instead, we Well, maybe just, I'll make my uh, drum machine do that. You could totally do uh, that. Ideas. <laughs> coming coming to the next. Coming to the next near you. But no, these mm-hmm. these battle challenges have been very exciting. And um, Oh, I, they're so funny. I love a new challenge. We need you to know? do one. We should do one. You want to do a... Do a Bow Wow challenge? Yes. We'll figure it out and we'll post right. it. It's but a, yeah. It's just, you know, the internet never fails, yo. The internet always finds a way to, to take someone else's shame and turn it in or you know, someone else's embarrassment and just turn it into turn it into good old fashioned fun. fun. <laughs> just, just just good old fashioned ha ha. Yeah. Let's just all laugh at the same person, except it's millions of us. Yeah, exactly. From all over the world. It's so funny though, because the people were like I saw one one challenge where they were in front of a car, like a, a Mercedes. Are you a little sleepy back there? Yeah, a little bit. Sorry. Oh, yeah. They were in front of a a, a Mercedes, like these two chicks. Like, hey, yeah, you know, uh, just got my car, you know, come up. I'm on the come up. Look, check the glow up, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then a guy comes to him and he's like, hey, can you get from in front of my car? I'm trying to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get into this busted ass bucket. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, Bow Wow challenges are great. It's great. It's great. I mean, I, I was just really, you know, one thing I was hoping to be a Bow Wow challenge. Mm. You know, because I'm a fucking stan. I was watching this video of fucking TMZ, mm-hmm. uh, where apparently uh, 
Kendrick Lamar gets pulled over. Holy shit. By the cops. The fuck? He's in this fucking, fucking dope ass fucking. G Wagon. Fucking G Wagon. Fucking Rams. Looks fucking ridiculous. Black. Yeah. Sick. Fucking cops pull up on him. Apparently he doesn't have tags or license plates. Um, but it's just, it, it seems really weird because the TMZ guy just kind of walks up right right up to the car as he's getting pulled over. He walks right up to the cops, starts asking them questions, telling them it's Kendrick Lamar. You hear the guy on the radio say, oh yeah, Kendrick Duckworth, blah, 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 blah. And then the cop is like telling him about what he's doing to Kendrick and the, the charges that are going, uh, that he's getting charged with and why he got pulled over. It's like... Were there charges or it was just like a... He said he had no plates. Okay, so it wasn't like charges. It wasn't charges, yeah. but... But he's telling... He, he's said, he, telling he said he had no plates. On. And okay. he's he's telling the photographer, the TMZ reporter, I, I, I don't even if I can call him a freaking reporter. But TMZ guy. <laughs> the TMZ guy, <laughs> right? That, yeah, he has no plates. You know, oh, fix a ticket, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's like... I don't know if I would, first of all, ever approach a police officer when they've got someone pulled over. I don't care who they right. have pulled over. You don't go up and talk to the cop. Mm-hmm. And then let alone have the cop even talk back to you and tell you what so the fuck he's doing. So he was close doing. enough to talk to him. Yes. And so, and he was close enough to, to get like video of Kendrick? Like you could see it was Kendrick? So you saw Kendrick from far away. Okay. And then as like he... Like they zoomed in or something? And the, yeah. And then okay. as he got closer... Kendrick definitely had the tents on the G wagon. Got you. Pulled the window up, but it Ugh. it definitely looked like him. That's the initial so shot. Fucked. So this TMZ guy is able to walk up and f- like literally identify Kendrick Lamar and talk to the police officer and talk to the cop. And nobody thinks this is wrong because the the thing is, as you're describing this, it makes me think about all the videos that you know. When there's somebody being uh, being abused or somebody about to get arrested, the cops always tell people that have videos yes. or people that are back vid- up, you know, back up, get out of here. Yeah. So you're telling me that this guy was able to get that close and actually have a fucking conversation. Yep. Tell me this guy was white. I mean, it's a TMZ reporter. My guess is yes. Were you P- pretty I, sure? Pretty you weren't sure. able to see him. Pretty sure he's white. Okay. I bet you he was. Pretty that, sure. That, oh, that's the only way it makes sense. Some bullshit. It's crazy. Pre-existing condition. It's crazy. <laughs> what, being black? Yes. <laughs> so we can't, we can't get... Can't get too close to the police. Exactly. Oh, man. Stupid. Some stupid shit that's going on, man. I mean, you know, at least, at least Drake congratulated Kendrick for sales. You know, that's good, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say that. There, there's some good things going on for K Dot. No, what's funny about that? So, I'm, if you guys didn't know, like Drake tweeted out and said, um, "Congratulations, not congratulations, but it was like it's nice to see that our music is in the, oh, on yeah. the top." Oh yeah, like he's talking about like 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 hip hop or some shit. Right, and he said our music. Right, I'm like Drake, you were hip hop hip hop at, at a point in time. Um, not and sure what you're doing with with it now. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, is it hip hop, Drake? I think Drake is pop. What Kendrick's doing is hip hop, but hip hop is pop now. So well, it's all kind of yeah, yeah, fucking. So hip hop is, is 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 now part of pop. Yeah. Or 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 is considered pop. Right. 
So does that mean pop is hip hop or, or or just like right now hip hop is, the is or pop? The egg? Right. <laughs> it's it's crazy, but I would say that you know, Drake and Kendrick do not make the same music. They don't. But anyway, but yeah, that was a very interesting like tweet to see. It was like really homeboy, like you're just gonna sit up there and and uh, congratulate people on our music. Yeah. It's all good, Drake. You go ahead and do you, boo. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's the first time you've been beaten in sales. Yeah, it you is. Know, since you've been on top. I'm just so, hella happy you know, it was our boy, though. So I'm I'm so glad that's when you decide to reach out and congratulate someone. Yeah. When you're finally, you know, dethroned. Great. Great <laughs> for you. Good job. Good job. Oh, I'm proud God. of you. Growing up. October's on. Uh <laughs> the fuck else has been going on man uh there were some albums that came out oh there 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 was yeah there there were there was there were there is there are um there were some albums uh which one you want to talk about first there was logic and wale i mean you know whichever one you 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 know well let's talk about wale because at one point in time wale was a little bit salty about drake I remember a Breakfast Club interview that he had that he was like, I can't get a song with Drake. I don't know why, you know, but Meek and Rose can get a song with Drake, but I can't get a song with Drake. Wait, Wale said that? Yep. So wait, in in case you guys don't know, just who Wale is. The dope-ass rapper. He's a he's a pretty dope rapper from D.C. Yep. Um, it came up big in the, in the mixtape era um, back in the... What, early 2000s? Yeah, sure. Like 2000... Yeah, because that's around... 2005, yeah, around, 2004, 2005 It was right after ish. we got out of high school. Yeah, it's like 2004, It was like back in the MySpace days is when I, I, yeah. uh, I found out who he was. And, you know, he he had a few mixtapes, came up big, and then he kind of got signed to a major, dropped a project that was rather underwhelming to most, um, and then he ended when? up signing oh, yeah. uh, to MMG. You're talking about uh, it came out, right? Uh, what was it? His first was... album came out. Uh, Attention deficit, deficit. There you go. From Wale. Um, kind of underwhelmed most people. I was underwhelmed by it. There were some cuts on it for sure. Um, and then he. I liked it. I don't know why people didn't like it. I liked it, but you know, go ahead. I mean, I, I guess for me, I was expecting more uh, from it being. Okay, this is it. He's finally got the the budget. You know, this is gonna be the album with the the, the better beats on it. Mm-hmm. But I still enjoyed his more like lo-fi sounding like uh, mixtape shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Wale's mixtapes are like second to none, for the most part. Like, damn good. They like Back to the Future, Hundred Miles and Running. Uh, mixtape about nothing. Mix mixtape about no- nothing. Fucking. Even Florent, Florin. I don't know why that was so, so hard for me to say. But even that one, that one was good. But um, yeah, it just seems that whenever he has to actually make a a like official album, like it's been going kind of downhill. So like after Attention Def- Deficit, Ambition came out. Ambition, Ambition came out. Yep. That wasn't a bad album. Yeah. I it was, wasn't great, but it wasn't I, bad. I, I was okay on Ambition. The mm-hmm. Gifted was my shit. I, I think I was more ambition and not as much as oh Gifted, but they're both good albums. To Gifted me. was very underrated right. rap album, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Top, top, top tier of that generation. Like that, that to me, I was like, okay, Wale, you, you are serious. Uh, but then it's like, fuck, man. 
what came after that one? The album about nothing, right? Yeah, and that one was underwhelming. You know, yes. I mean, there were there were cuts on it, but again, as a whole, it was just I was expecting more. I was mm-hmm. anticipating more. Uh, and then after that one came. After that is Shine, what we have now. Oh, Shine, yeah. So that that was uh, so two years ago is what he uh, when he dropped um, album about nothing. So let's go into this album, Shine. So sure. realizing that I am, I just or let me give a preface of the type of Wale fan I am. I'm okay. a fan of Wale's rapping. Like Wale has great wordplay. Yep. Great lyrics. Uh, I I loved his delivery. Like his delivery is actually his 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 own. You know, um, to me, like I think his flow is like is it it's it's kind of reminiscent of Black Thoughts. Okay. But, yeah. Because but that's his yeah favorite rapper. So of yeah. course it's gonna have some some sprinkles of that. No, nothing's ever gonna be completely original. But like he he's such he's so original in that in that sense that I I love that. So going into this album. I don't know what I was expecting because the album about nothing was underwhelming to me as well. So, and I wanted to like the album, especially since it had Seinfeld all over it. I just, I, maybe I just couldn't grasp what he was trying to get to get through to me on that album. But shine, shine sounded like a bunch of songs he put together that should have been sung by someone else. <laughs> okay. And I think that's, I think he's even are also like, said that like he was going to give a, a lot of these songs away to somebody but kept some kept them for himself oh. i am not a fan of wally singing <laughs> i'm just i'm not a fan okay. of that i can't i okay. can't do it yeah um but when he actually raps like that's just his strong suit and i think that's you know what it is when it comes to kanye or not kanye excuse me uh, to wale wale is that he makes it. It's kind of making me feel like Kanye. I've I've been underwhelmed by Kanye for a little bit, and I think it has to do with the fact that he's changing and he's evolving out of my musical taste. And I think that's okay. the same thing that Wale is doing. Okay. You know. But anyway, that's that was like my overall thing about Shine. But there's there's some cuts on there, some yeah. good shit. But yeah. overall, I, it's kind of like I'm not sure if I'm gonna go back to it. I love Fashion Week. Yeah, so I it's mean, it's a good dance song. Yeah, I mean, all right. Wale's a character too, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 so you know, you you kind of mentioned that earlier when you were talking about. Um, oh shit! It kind of go ahead. When you were talking about him complaining about how easy it is for his label mates to be able to get a Drake feature, but he can't. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of speaks to just who he is, you know. If you guys aren't familiar with him in the social media realm, you know, Wale is one of those that'll just kind of respond to fans the quickness. Yeah. I mean, if you post a comment on something that he puts up and he might happen to read it and not like it, you might get a direct response from him, mm-hmm. a direct public response from him. Um, and and so when he's kind of has that persona, it's, it's difficult, I found, to kind of remove that from the listening of his music okay and like the the taking his words and you know um so you're more like uh in tune with the the personality and the person who he is so when you listen to the music it's it's creeping in there it hasn't it's it's hard to separate it Mm -hmm. you know and so well can um, you do that with r kelly (laughs) 
<laughs> he pissed on some chick, but is he still singing okay? <laughs> I mean, I was... I don't know. Go ahead. It's hard. To me, it's not that hard, but go ahead. It's not hard well, for me to separate those things. Like, I can still listen to Kanye, and he's an asshole sometimes. You know? But for me, as as a rapper, it is, because because rap is such such a personal thing, and it's supposed to be, you know, not only am I a better rapper than you, but... You know, I'm I'm gonna tell these stories better than you, or I'm gonna have a more inter- interesting story to yeah. tell than you. And so, if the person behind that um, seems to be more flawed, then yeah, it does kind of challenge the credibility of the music. It does kind of challenge the integrity of the music, um, especially when you try to hit on certain subject matters. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, look, I, I'm not completely faulting him just for his own personal faults, but I noticed after I'm listening to the album and initially not liking it and then you know being like okay you know what let me give him a fair second chance let me mm-hmm. is this me just thinking he's maybe an asshole and so i'm just like whatever pff, yeah. this is whack okay let me re-listen to it so the fact that i even have to go through that in my own head makes me know that it has an, an, an impact on me yes so um i mean shit when i was going through the songs you know i i, I wanted to not like it um, and I ended up overall not liking it, but, um, I ended up liking more, I guess, than I thought I would. Um, but yes, when he sings, it, it fucking hurts. It does. It's hard to listen to. It's like, I, I hear what you're trying to do and the, the thought here mm-hmm. is, is, is pretty good, but you doing it is terrible. I mean, it, it's no more, more prevalent than on the song he has with Chris Brown. It's like, dude, Chris Brown is a singer. That's what he does. Let him do the singing on this song. Right. You just rap. Right. You rap great. I love your fucking rapping. Rap, dude. Don't try to sing. And then he's trying to, oh. And it just, it makes it sound so much worse when you're next to like a singer who can actually sing. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's what I felt the whole thing. And I think that's why I don't like the album because he's singing throughout the whole album. Like there's a couple songs that he's actually rapping on. I can't remember if it's, I mean, the I think, fucking first song is dope. Oh yeah, thank God is great. Awesome. Um, running back, of course, is just kind of you know, it's okay. It's whatever. But he, I mean, I love Fashion Week. Even though he's singing on that one, I can tolerate the chorus. Fashion Week's okay too. Um, but I, I just I can't. Let me hear what these other ones sound like real quick. My love, I I okay. This is like one of his like Afro punk pop singles the whole my love thing i just well i'm not a fan of this shit especially since drake started doing it and it's like this pop sound now and this radio friendly sound you know wale has been like like we just said before he was a mixtape rapper to me before so hearing him on this super poppy shit right is 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 difficult and that's why i made that relation to kanye and because he's going he's definitely trying to find a different lane or trying to do something different and so he's evolving as an artist and he's trying to do something that'll break him into other areas of music um so i mean more power to you go ahead and do what you want to do like evolve as an artist it's just that that's not my lane and that's not something i want to hear from wale um i do appreciate his subject matter um but I just don't like the music that he d- decides to put the subject matter to. So like C.C. White, Cocaine White. Yeah, dope. It's dope a great concept. concept. Yep. Great song. Or not great songs. Great concept, but executed poorly to me. 
It's like I can't even I had to I had to hear him explain it because I couldn't get past the music that the you know that were that was that it was mm-hmm. that was there. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't listen to the lyrics because the music just didn't fit what I was hearing. Yeah. It's just it just didn't match to me. So the those those are some of the things that I think that he actually struggles with that he struggled with on past albums too, is that like he says that, you know, if somebody else was singing this song, you guys would listen to it. And like, yes, Probably because it would be done better. Exactly. Because your execution isn't always there all the time. You're not yeah. as consistent as all these other rappers that, that we put up on that pedestal that actually, that give us that type of content. They're consistent with it. True. And you unfortunately, unfortunately aren't that consistent with it at, at least sonically. Yeah, it's, you you're know, consistent with the subject matter. It's packaging. So, exactly. You packaging. have to make sure that. And and I don't know if I agree with that. He's always consistent with the subject matter. He talks about pretty, bitches a lot, like a lot. Well, no, no, no. Well, no. I'm 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 gonna fight fight for him on that one. Nah. He has always talked about something in regards to, you know, social. It's in, something social. I mean, yes, it's like putting the, uh, uh the candy in the whatever. Oh, I can't think of the analogy. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it's like he's he'll talk about bitches and shit just the same way every other rapper is going to talk about bitches and shit. But he also talks he's not going to completely have a whole album based on how cocaine ruined, you know, the No, no, the no. I You know what I'm saying? I get that, but but this album in particular I felt like was overly bitched. A fight out. Mm-hmm, bitched a fight out. <laughs> I mean, he was just just talking, well, and, and and it was a little bit more more braggy, mm-hmm. a little bit more braggy than than he has been in the past. Yeah. Um. And considering the climate that we're in right now, there was like almost no like politics in this thing at all. No, but I think it's because he's also in a different space. So Wale, he just had a baby, like he just had his his baby girl, and I think he's trying to just have fun with it and i think the thing is is that like he's been frustrated in the past just because i follow wale i know this he's been frustrated in the past that he can't get people to take him seriously basically so i think this album was you know what you guys don't want these songs i'm gonna make these songs pop and so that's what i think he was doing with this this album he's like i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna let go and i'm just gonna say you know what fuck it i'm putting out what the fuck i want to put out and i and i don't think he was able to do that on past labels or on past um, projects. I think on past projects, he was trying to um, satisfy a, a, probably a fan like me. And now he's saying, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to let go and, and satisfy the other fans that he has. Like he has a whole, I don't know, I feel like he has like a whole different fan base now that he has like Lotus Five, Flower Bomb and all that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it was just, for, for me, it was just the album in general was just a little too poppy. I mean, yes. It was a little too pop for me. I, it is. It's. It's definitely too poppy. But that's. That's why I'm making that. That argument for him. Is that. That's what he's going for. I, mean, I think. And that's why I. Also made that Kanye reference because they're just trying to go over that way. And I'm like, okay, well, you go ahead and have a good time. But it wasn't even executed that well. I agree. <laughs> but I. I understand what he was going for. I mean, I don't even. I mean, a lot of the beats on this thing weren't even that good to me either. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah. I sorry, Wale. I'm I'm not going back and listening to this thing. I mean, there are mm. there are some decent cuts on it, but like the singing's got to stop. 
I definitely hated the, the Fish and Grits song. Oh my God, Fish and Grits was terrible. Travis Scott, like one of your worst features ever. I, I personally, I don't like Travis Scott features. If it's not a Travis Scott song featuring someone else, I don't want to hear it. Like Mm-mm. Travis Scott does his own music very well, but whenever he's featured on something where he does not have his hands on the on the the steering wheel and the joystick, the shit does not come out nice. Yeah, fucking hate it. Lyrics were terrible. Was that- I don't know. I I think I'm t- I'm done. Like, cause I really want to like Wale again. Like you don't understand. Wale was one, my favorite rapper. In the 2000s, I guess you could say. He was one of my favorites, too. And the fact that he his favorite rapper is Black Thought. You know what I'm saying? Like one of just, my favorite rappers, too. It just makes me very, very... I don't know. Anyway, uh, so there was another project that came out. Yes. Well, you know, in complete opposite of this one, there was another pro- uh, project that came came out that called, by... Uh, Logic. Logic. Called... Everybody. Everybody. That's how he says everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so Logic is like you. Yes, he is. He is biracial. He's he he's bi racial. Thank you. Don't 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 try and play him like that. He's bi racial. You're a fucking dick. What? You're you're gay racial. What the fuck does <laughs> that even mean? I don't know. But why are you saying why are you saying it like that? I don't know. Like, Cuz you said he's like you. Okay, well, I'm yes, making fun I, of you, not yeah, him. Okay, well, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay. All right. Cool. I was like, why are you, why are you doing him like that? That's not right. Nah, dude, nah. he has he has a beautiful Mexican wife. He yes. makes sure we all know that. Mm, Mexican white, but she's bi- <laughs> she's biracial too. All um, right. Anyway, let's talk about it. Let's talk about everybody. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. So, so yeah, uh, Logic is a rapper from... Uh, the DMV area. He's from the DMV as well? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's the DMV episode. Look at that. Yes, he's from Maryland, I he's believe. He's from Maryland, he is. Gaithersburg? I, I, I don't I, know any of that shit. <laughs> why don't you? Because it's it's Maryland, it's not Oakland. Okay, got you. Yeah, uh, I know Oakland neighborhoods. Not that <laughs> well anymore. Uh, but yeah, dude, like... Logic's been out for a while. He's put mm-hmm. out a few projects. He's been working hard. He's been putting out work uh, pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his third major release. Um, I think so. Yes. The last one he put out was The Great Incredible Journey. Oh, my God. The Incredible Story. The Incredible Story. There you go. Thank you. Uh, that was a good Under Pressure was well That was pretty under good. Under Pressure was his first album. Under Pressure was the first one. And that was good. Um and The Incredible True Story was his Incredible second true album. True Story. It was yeah. the second one. The Incredible yes. True And that one I loved. That one That one was good. Phenomenal. It was good. It was eh, I wouldn't say it was phenomenal. I'll, I think it I'll was, was really like, I think it was good. It was like because I like when when albums like that like take you through a story. Like they take you through and they, they make you invested in, in the album. So like, oh, I could stop at this song, but I want to know what happens to this. Yeah. So that's why I, I, I so I probably wouldn't use phenomenal because I haven't listened to it again. In a minute. <laughs> but I will say I remember it and I liked it. Yeah. And now he's got everybody. So so one thing I can just say off jump, just even, you know, after you kind of named the three albums that, you know, mm-hmm. that got us where we are right now. um. He's definitely shown that, you know, improve every day mentality. And, you know, uh, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. Um, 
in each and every one of his projects. Because each project, he's gotten a little bit better. Yes. And a lot of the things that I faulted him on in the previous project, he, he tends to come back on the next one and have shown improvements on those mm-hmm. things. Um, like his, his first project, Under Pressure, I thought was like very uninspired. Mm. Um, it was a pretty loose concept. The whole Tarantino thing and uh, he kind of sounded a lot like his contemporaries. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Kendrick. There was like a lot of uh, a lot of Drake kind of sounds in there. Kind, you know, all these different type of styles that you could kind of hear in there. Yeah, that's what most under people pressure. fault him for that. Um, and then on my the second one, the incredible true story. There was a little bit less of that. I mean, the, the, you you could still totally see the influences he had, um, but he made it a, a lot less obvious. But then there was also a, a concept there, like you said. It was kind of this story that kind of progressed through and and and, and showed you like, oh shit, uh, I I do want to know what happens next. So it kind of tied everything together. So thought that I think having a better theme and concept for the second album made it better than the first one. Yeah, and then we should go to actually mention Bobby Tarantino, too, because that one was a great, like, throw, because that was, like, just a side project, um, and I think that, <laughs> damn, you drinking the shit out of that water. <laughs> we could cut that out, but that was just so funny. <laughs> it's how I drink water when I'm thirsty. That's <laughs> <laughs> Tina, that's how I drink water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, you go ahead and drink water that way. It's gone. Okay. There's no more left to drink. But Bobby Tarantino. <laughs> so Bobby Tarantino, though, was really, I, I liked uh, the direction. He was like, oh, this is what you guys want from me. So here, I'll give you guys a little taste of that. Um, so that was good. And then now we have everybody. Uh, what did you think about everybody? You know what? When when I first listened to it, I was I was pretty blown away. Um, I was blown away by the uh, the production. Mm. I yes. mean, it, it, sonically, it sounds very pleasant. Neil deGrasse Tyson doing the the like uh, little skits. Yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, the overall concept of everything, kind of um, his uh, belief of the the meaning of life in this in the the realm of this album. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very well uh, stated. Um, pretty interesting idea. I was I was I was pretty blown away. Mm-hmm. And then as the more I listened to it, I actually kind of had to pull back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I liked it a lot because of what it stood for, and not so much for what it actually contained. Okay. I don't know how how did you feel initially? I liked it. I'm I mean, I gave it one solid listen through, and. I think I agree with you on the production. Like this, this flawless on the production side of it. Neil deGrasse Tyson narrating it. Um, I think it was great. However, um, on first listen, I it was a little um, confusing um, when you introduce those the characters and you don't get to them until so long afterwards. So then it's like you're trying to follow this thing, and it's just like, okay, what the fuck is happening to those people though? You know, like yeah. you, you introduce those characters so soon and like so interestingly and then you let me you 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 leave me hanging for so long. So that's one thing that I was a little I, I would critique about that. 
And then it wasn't like also super clear as to where he was trying to go. So maybe like that, that that's not a critique, but something that I just, I just couldn't grasp, I guess you can say. And then I, I got it at the, at the end. But, um, but like that, that was interest. That was an interest, interesting journey, I guess you can say. Um, but I will say some of the stuff, like I, I love his singing way more than OLA's. Oh yeah. His oh, yeah. singing is, he can actually kind of, he can actually kind of see, even though there's some, you know, yeah. correction to it, but, um, his, his, his singing voice is not bad at all. And, there were some like popish type of songs on on this, but they weren't horrible. Like they were well produced. Yeah, they, you know, they were put together well. They were written well. They were executed well. Yes, <laughs> uh, I feel like we're taking shots, but <laughs> you know, but like, um, but uh, I'm not sure if I was a fan of. There's two songs on here. Maybe it's because I can't relate, but it's the anxiety. Okay. And the one eight hundred two seven three whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, those were those were depressing, but I get why they were there. Right, they were. So as you listen to the album, it's it's one of those things where um, the overall theme, you know, spoiler alert. Um, they should have already listened to it. Right. The <laughs> the whole point of this album is, you know, uh, can we all just get along? Right. That's the overall theme of the whole album. Everybody is everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm a human. You're a human. There's no reason for... I'm a dude. She's a dude. (laughs) He's a dude. We're We're all all dudes. dudes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But no, like that's that's the whole point of of the whole album. And so he sometimes hits on some, uh, some ideas that are difficult for some people to to relate to and mm-hmm. difficult for some people to face you know like things right. like you know themes like suicide things right. like you know mental health right um that m- may be difficult pills to swallow but they're real things that people Definitely. have to deal with mm-hmm. and so he's exposing those type of things um so i i, I understand why those songs are there you know i understand mm-hmm. the purpose that they serve um one of my critiques on on a lot of these songs actually th- those two songs that that you talked about are kind of um uh a good kind of uh uh segue point to make about what he did good and what he didn't did not so well okay um if you notice on the 1800 song mm-hmm. it's pretty much all a song he found a way to kind of get all of his ideas like in a song okay and unfortunately I'm not sure if I'm listening to like a rap album sometimes or like a spoken word album sometimes. Oh, on the on because the there's there's a lot of just like him just talking. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talking. I don't mind that though. Is that is that something that you would critique? Is like, is this music or is this what? No, a a little because it, it didn't just happen like just once or just okay. twice. Like it happened a, a yeah, a handful of times. Right. Um. But then he also has sketches. Right. So it's it's almost you know what I mean like um, if you think of like some of the albums that I grew up with that I remember having a lot of sketches on them like mm-hmm. you know Dr. Dre Snoop like those West Coast records they 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 had the Even sketches yeah. right they they had the sketches but then the songs were like songs you know what I mean yeah. like the 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 songs were the songs and the sketches were the sketches so that's but, what you're used to and that's what what you would be like he kind of has a little of both so I mean mm-hmm. I understand. Um, well, Kanye talked on some of his songs, or on on the late on the last 
last song of right the last song you know though. and it was but yeah I, I it, get what it, you're saying it was it was that like that that was the song and it was dramatic mm-hmm. it was just that song mm-hmm. if you wanted to skip that one song no problem but he he talks on several songs you know Killer Mike has a little part yeah. on there where he's just doing like a spoken word kind of thing mm-hmm. he's not even rapping it's it's a spoken no. word kind of yeah. so you know it's it's on there a decent amount mm-hmm. uh I you know I I have to critique something. <laughs> and so that's just something that you weren't uh, I, I there for, I guess. I, yeah, you know, I I enjoyed the music so much. I kind of wish he made those songs mm. instead of spoken word pieces. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can see where you're going with, but I I disagree. I I actually like the the talking. I like the fact that he chose to do it this way. I think that this way he's actually getting through to people instead of rapping it sometimes. Like, you know, like I think throwing both of those things into him actually like saying like, you know what, sometimes like even when he goes through that one long thing about like his life or whatever, um, it's something that people always, because he's, people always ask him about his life. People always ask him because he's born with the white privilege, but he's also fucking black, you know? So, him going through that whole spiel at the end of that one song, um, I think makes sense because he's always, people always critique him for being biracial. People always say like, I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with him saying nigga, or I'm not sure if I'm, I like him like, you know, because he's a a black guy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like he gets critiques from all sides of it. So I think him actually talking about that and saying these things that instead of like rapping it, kind of just like get it off my chest type of thing and i think that's kind of like what what this whole thing is is that like i think he's been living in the same world that we've all been living in um for the past few years now and this is kind of like i need to i need to say something about what's going on in 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 our country and i need to do it the way i know best so that's you know i mean i i agree with the message 103 thousand percent yeah it's exactly what we need right now mm-hmm. you know like let's all get along yeah it's so it's so corny but it's it's so real i mean there was just that video today with the freaking dude on the beach oh, yelling yeah. about my country and my president he's like i am donald trump right it's like you're you're isis it's just like all this hate it's like if people really understood that you know there is only one person on on earth and that's you and you are every other person mm-hmm so anything you do unto someone else, you, you do you're actually to doing to yourself, you know. And and that whole concept, you know, is it's it's simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. And it's so lost. But it's yeah. But it's so hard. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's something that we really need to hear right now. And I'm glad he was able to put it um, to such pretty production. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but and make yeah. it flow like that. Right. But going back to what you were saying, sorry, because I kind of went on a tangent there. But like, I get, I get what you're talking about with the talking. Like, it could just, it just throws you out of the, like, out of the mix a little bit. Yeah, but and I think that's kind of intentional. But like, I understand how that w- could be a critique. One thing I want to point out here, I'm looking at like the the writers. This motherfucker had Quincy Jones write for him. Are you talking about Wale? No. Logic. Quincy Jones was on Wale's too. Really? Yep. That's crazy. I yep. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Quincy Jones fucking wrote with for, with him. Um, interesting. Uh, J Cole helped write Africa Africarian. Yeah, he's on the uh, 
It's a bonus track at the very end yeah. of the song. Is 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 all? Oh yeah, all you know J. what? I, th- I was like, I knew that was J Cole. My bad. And then uh, produ- production on this whole thing is literally Six and Logic. Six is in-house producer. I mean, there's a couple of other people on here, but it's all those two. Wow. Yeah, they're they're both on on every song. Uh, never mind. They're both on everything but one. But yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up in regards to this album, like on Everyday Struggle, I don't want to bring them up too much, but Joe Button and DJ Academics had the nerve to say that they don't want Logic to be able to say the word nigga. They don't feel comfortable with him saying that just because of the way he looks. Really? And discounting the fact that he's a biracial guy and they don't understand like how do you they don't understand how he struggles. They're saying that that he they don't understand how he can talk about the struggle because they can't relate to the struggle because of the way he, it's basically basically I'm paraphrasing, but they can't relate to his struggle because of the way he looks. So the the way I took it was because they also brought up Eminem. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, Eminem didn't talk about his struggle being white. So why is Logic talking about his struggle and being biracial? Because they're fucking two different people. Like that to me, like who fucking cares? Like you're, you're literally making him like you're, you're perpetuating the, the shit that he's talking about. Like he's saying huh. like he's everybody is everybody. Why are you talking to me about my experiences it's the same thing as like i should i be talking to you joe button about the fact that you used to fucking run around and do drugs and do all this shit like should i discount your struggle should i discount everything that you've experienced like no i'm not i'm not saying anything to you about that you know what i'm saying like why why does his brace have to come into the the picture when it comes to his music like this like they couldn't even critique the album because they were so caught up in him being biracial. And, and and him talking about it. I don't think they cared that he was biracial. I think what they cared about was that he was speaking up about being biracial and talking about it being a struggle. And and they don't think it is. And he's not supposed to rap about what he knows? I mean, isn't like, that like the most authentic thing a rapper can exactly. do? Is rap about the, whatever they've gone through? Exactly. So... He can't talk about what it's like to be biracial because that's that's what he knows. I took personal offense to it. Of course you did because you you are you're bi, <laughs> racial. <laughs> you fucking ass. <laughs> but I took personal offense to it, and that's why I, I texted you and I was like, I needed to have a fucking heated conversation about something. <laughs> but I took personal offense to that shit because it is a fucking struggle being biracial. Do you understand how confusing it is sometimes? Like people don't fucking get that. Like. You have you have two sides of the fucking fence. I get called a light bright because of that shit. A oh, what? You, a light bright. <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to call me high yellow. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like like shit like that. Like we experience shit too. So like it's not it's not like it's this mythical thing that like oh other biracial uh, rappers don't talk about it. Jermaine Cole, uh, Jermaine just because I read it. Right. J Cole and Drake and you know all these people. Yeah. Who fucking cares? They look black. It doesn't right. matter. If they did talk about it, fucking kudos. Right. You know what I'm saying? But this isn't, that's not, he's not them, and I'm not you, and you're not me. Right. 
I just had to get that off my chest. But that, that's, that's the shit that like fucking pisses me off. I'm a biracial lesbian woman in an interracial fucking co- uh, relationship. Don't talk to me about fucking struggles and shit. And I, and I won't talk about yours. I'm I no, no, no. It's, 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 it's crazy because you know, that, that is supposed to be hip hop, you know, Joe Budden specifically. I mean, he, he went at Drake because he felt like Drake fell off the path of introspective rap mm-hmm. that he thought he was really good at. Yep. So here's an interracial dude who's giving, uh, I'm sorry, biracial, mm-hmm. <laughs> biracial <laughs> dude talking about, um, uh, his struggle, getting introspective on his his perspective on 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 life and his reality, through through the eyes of a freaking you know biracial person, right? And damn him for giving his his perspective on life. And you know what, Eminem did give his perspective on life, but he just didn't say he was white. It, but it was clearly white he, issues. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's a, tra- but all he, he he said some shit like even Eight Mile. I'm a tra- trailer trash, whatever the fuck. So like, why is it an issue now? Like that, and you know why it's an issue now. I don't. The climate that we're in. Mm. That's why it's an issue now because everything's centered on race now because everything is black and white now. You can't be both sides of the fence. We don't know who you are if you are. It's it's just it's just weird. I mean, it's you, fucked up. You would think you know two black dudes would have a little bit better sense than to try to talk about this half black half white dude as if yeah. as if he he's not black. He's just as black as you are. Exactly. Ig fucking exactly. Like that's the shit that pisses me the fuck off when it comes to people talking about race. It's like I understand we have our stereotypes and we can fucking laugh about shit all the time. I make racist jokes all the fucking time. But if we're going to have a serious conversation about something, if you're going to say something seriously, don't do that. Don't fucking say seriously, like, I don't want to hear this guy say this. I don't care about this. Why can't he just talk about... That's like saying to me, since I'm a data analyst, don't you fucking talk about politics because that's not your job. Fuck you, nigga. I'm going to talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. You can't silence me. And that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. I I felt personally attacked. And so I'm going to have to get off my soapbox and (laughs) just chill the fuck out and sip this whiskey. (laughs) Maybe it's jealousy jealousy maybe they're jealous that they can't pass as white i mean maybe they think you know what that could be you know what logic shut the fuck up and just be white yeah because like if i could if i could be white if i could pass for white i I would be white exactly i don't want to be this why not this color that i am how dare you complain about being able to pass for white you lucky motherfucker so if i ever meet joe bun or dj academics I'll shake their hand and I'll tell them a little something about themselves when it comes to that issue. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, you know, so what's interesting about the two albums we just talked about mm-hmm. is, you know, Wale is definitely a pretty well-established artist. Yes. So is Logic, I would say. Logic is pretty well-established at this point as well. Mm-hmm. Logic's album did like two, over 200,000 the first week. Wale did like 22,000. <sighs> hurts are you you're a numbers guy so <laughs> I'm, i mean i'm i'm you know what it's just information mm-hmm. so um well logic has a super huge fan base like a cult fan base i mean so i think wale, wale fans are fickle so does wale i think wale's fans are, are a lot fickle i i think wale's fan i think logic's fan base is a little bit um 
is a little bit larger and, and more far reaching. Um, I feel like Wale's fan base is a little bit more narrow. And uh, a little bit, I mean, it. I'm not questioning their, their like, uh, 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 fucking gung ho for their, uh, their passion or not. Right. Their, their passion for Wale, mm-hmm. but there's just not as many of them. Yeah. Well, and that's what I attribute to the conversation that he had with DJ Academics and Joe Budden. Like, his attitude on that, that show was not very, and I think that, that actually ties into what you said earlier in regards to like. It's hard to, like, to separate it. It's, yeah. I mean, and I think that's probably why the fans are able to do that. And I don't think that while a star power is strong enough to hold people on when it comes to that, if he's acting that way. Because he, he acts like he's a bigger star than he is. Yes. He acts if like he, if it was, you should know who the fuck he is. Yes. And I think, and that's the arrogance that is not um, welcoming to a, 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 a regular fan. And that's why I think his fan base is fickle because apparently I, I, I could apparently be considered a fickle fan because I'm just, I'm weaning off of him because he's not making the music I like. But that's not really fickle because that's and just me having the taste, right? God damn it. And, and if that's how you feel, you know what? The hip hop fans are the ones that got your back, bro. True. And you're not even giving us the fucking music we want. Right. I don't know. Well, that's all we got? I mean, I guess, dude. You know, if you want to end on that downer note talking no. about... No. What, what, let's, let's say something funny or... Uh, let's see. I don't know. I mean, you know what, y'all? We're going to try to start doing some... Uh, it's, it's, it's summertime. So we're going to start taking y'all to some live shows. In the LBC. We got a few shows that we will be going to. And, uh, you know, definitely follow us on Instagram. And we will be able to take you on those shows with us. Come ride with us. Come ride. It's going to be a movie. It's going to be epic. It's going to be huge. It's lit. Huge. Get a Drake vocals coming yet. Yeah. No. All, 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 <laughs> all of that shit. So, anyway. Yeah, dude. Um, You can follow us on instagram at uh, through the crate you can follow us uh on twitter at through the crate you can follow us on facebook at i just through the crate through, yeah just yeah through the, the crate yeah. yeah um you could you can um subscribe to us on itunes at through the crate you can subscribe or just you know follow us on soundcloud soundcloud at through the crate we've been drinking a lot through this one no, i'm not done <laughs> and you can also visit our website at www.throughthecrate.com and um we're on stitcher pocket casts tune in all those fucking po- podcast shits reddit um reddit we're on there too every now and then um anyway follow us subscribe like follow give us some feedback we appreciate everybody listening um and if that's all we got to say when we are out motherfuckers deuces